Hey guys, I'm Tracy here once again, and today we have a few mic issues, so that's why I'm here, you're hearing me like this, uh, I'm by myself, I'm recording this now. We have a few mic issues in this episode. The beginning, um, Felix and Joey, because of the server we were on for Discord, their microphones are coming in a little weird to my end. Um, it was nothing on their end, it was all on my end because of the servers. So we fixed that about halfway through, or a little bit before halfway through, so you'll hear the difference in their voices. So stick through that. It's really not that bad, but it's noticeable, so I want to get ahead of it. And then at one point, my microphone starts beeping a lot, so we actually end the pod and then come back. I restarted my computer, fixed it, and then came back. So you guys will hear the beeping a ton, and as soon as you hear the beeping, if it really is too bad, because I actually haven't heard it yet, um, fast forward, and you will, you will get to a point where we start talking about EFL Championship, and that's when it's fixed. So you can stop there, so just fast forward maybe... A minute, two minutes, three minutes, uh, I don't know exactly, but just fast forward to that. We're sorry we got it fixed for next week. Uh, we'll try to be looking for new microphones probably soon anyways. Um, but yeah, we have it fixed uh, now, so hopefully you guys enjoy, and we will see you for the next podcast. What is going on, everybody? It's Armstrong C. Beck, and for another episode of Fut Live Podcast, uh, here with Joey and Felix today. No promos again for second week straight, so we're going to talk about our weekend league, their weekend league, because I didn't play, as usual, which come to expect now. Um... Let's start with Joey, because you just had a pretty exciting game break before we started recording here. So do you want to tell us about your weekend league? Yeah, uh, weekend league was going pretty solid to start. Um, I actually didn't think I was going to finish my games because I didn't play much at all on Friday. But played at night, got like three, four games in, and then played a bunch on Saturday morning. So I got to 17-1, and one, and then I dropped a game. So I got to 17-2 after, and then... Um, I'm sitting at 20 and 3 right now. Switched up my team, still running the 4-1-2-1-2. Sold team of the year Modric just to prepare for a team of the season. And I try to go with as many untradables. So I have untradable Conte. I have untradable headliner Dembele, who is insane. Like, that card is really, really good. And despite its low composure, for whatever reason, it just performs really, really well. But uh, I think my whole team costs about a million coins. And the rest are untradeables. So I got Foot Birthday Van Dyke because of that pace upgrade. He got the same pace, I think, as his Team of the Year card. And then I put uh, Mateus, the, the center back one, and I swapped them in game. So Van Dyke plays center back. Mateus plays my center mid. Very, very solid card. I've got Vidal as well in there. But I'm really, really enjoying the narrow formation. As I said before we started, it's just it's crazy because I used to hate narrow formations, but I just enjoy how it opens up the game against the people who are dropping back. Those two strikers with the cam really, really help. And then if I really want to, you know, amp things up, I have another tactic set to where my fullbacks will push up if I really, really need to open some more space, so get a little bit of width. But I only do that now in emergency situations, whereas last week I had it every game where my fullbacks would push up, and I think that's why I was dropping games early. This week it was just a complete 180, really, really good. I'm, I'm – so far, so happy with how the team's going. I've got about 5 million coins saved up for team of the season. So we'll see what team I'll make afterwards once team of the season rolls around. That'd be exciting. I can't wait for team of the season for stuff like that. But, I mean, a lot of mine's untradeable, unfortunately. But uh, I can still, I'm still hopefully going to have a good amount of coins to trade with up until then because obviously I want team of the season Lua. Um, that'll complete my team. So, But, Felix, how are you doing? You're close and finished. Uh, yeah, I'm starting pretty strong this weekend. Actually, I wasn't. I wasn't happy with the way I was playing. I thought I was playing quite bad FIFA this this entire week up until the last few games I've played today. I was okay with that. But I got the results anyway. I had a strong start. I won my first 16 games, so I was 16 and 0. 
And that lost the first one, like to 16 and 1 against a player who was 22 and 4, I believe, after we played. So he was good. He outplayed me in that game as well. To be fair, I was just a bit annoyed with the way he scored because there was a lot of, of tackling and intercepting and blocking from my side that just did result of me winning the ball back. But that's just that's just what FIFA's like sometimes, I guess. Can't really can't really be that mad. He outplayed me. Then I lost another game straight after that. I was actually pissed at that one because that dude, with no offense, he wasn't that good, and I think I should have beaten him. But things just wouldn't fall away, so I took a big break. Went, big break, actually, because I went to bed after that <laughs> and just continued uh, today. And yeah, man, I'm, I'm playing a bit better today. I'm a bit happier with, with what I'm doing. Not still where I want to be, but um, I'm currently sitting 25 and 5. So if I go 2 and 1. That's back-to-back -back elite ones, which would be nice. If not, that'd be quite annoying because one and two can be considered quite a significant choke at that stage. I don't know about my skill rating, man. At the moment, it's quite high, but I think if I if I lose one game, that might take it down so far that I won't be able to get top 100 with the 27. With the 28, I'm probably most definitely going to be in. But I wanted I want to try and stop myself from putting that top 100 image in my head because i'm gonna get nervous yeah I'm you're more worried about 20 uh you're more about worried about 27 than you are yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna try and before i continue playing i'm just gonna try and get rid of the record in my head and just try and focus on performance try focus on playing well you know what you should and... focus on that you got prime Vieira and prime holland on your team now <laughs> that's what you should focus on you have no you're gonna be getting 28 fairly yeah, easily i got, I got them i got them last weekend as well bro i had them last week oh you had Vieira last weekend too i thought you only yeah, had him. Forced him. oh it's but quite nice I, I, I didn't make any changes i didn't make any changes to my to my team dude those literally the same those two players are <laughs> I want to. I almost want to use the word broken. Like those two players, literally, yeah, are game, the game most game-changing players. No, no doubt. Like I don't care about team that you're Mbappe. I don't care about Thierry Ronaldo. Holland and Vieira are by far. They just lock down the midfield. Any anyone who I come up against them, it's just like man, I have I have such a struggle doing anything. They've got they, pace. They've got height. They've got agility. It's crazy. They're just the perfect complement to each other as well because Absolutely. what, what Vieira has is he's he's just got that tackling aid, doesn't he? He he there is not a lot of bounces when he tackles. He just goes into the challenges with his entire body and completely wrecks the attackers. He he just takes the ball, he takes the wallets, he takes their will to live and everything, and he just walks away like nothing happened. It's amazing. And on the other side you've got Rude Hullet, obviously, who's like if you ever tried him, you'll know what I mean. When he has the ball, you feel like you can't lose it. Because he's he's so smooth, so comfortable. His passing, dribbling is so good. He's so strong. Those two together are just the perfect CDM pairing. Like, you couldn't ask for anything more. And I don't think I'll get rid of any of them during Team of the Season as well. But you said they're more game-changing than Team of the Year and Bappe. Yeah. I think it's, it's about on par. Because Team of the Year and Bappe... No way. Seem... I... I, here's why I there's gonna be another player out there that you can use that you can get something that team of the year mbappe offers like he's got the pace no no, no I'm, not, I'm not even saying that i'm saying some aspects of that card obviously the mbappe card's got the strength and the jumping the physical whatever but there's other wingers in the game that you can 
it's not going to be obviously the same, but like you can get that same feel if that makes sense. Like you can still do the things that you can do, just not as effectively. But whereas there's no other player you can use that's going to replicate what Holly can do. I'm pretty sure that he's the only player in the game that's six two or higher, uh, taller with 80 plus agility and 80 plus balance. I don't think there's a single other midfielder that's 6'2 or taller. I mean, it might maybe even any player other than Havertz, uh, future footstar Havertz. But I don't think there's any single midfielder with, with those defensive stats that's 6'3 and's got over 80 balance and over 80 agility. I hate, I hate to break it to you, but the prime bullet has 78 agility. Right, but the 90 hullet though. Look at the 90. Yeah, the 90 hullet has over. That is, that is very true, yeah. Yeah, he's he's just amazing, man. There is no other way to to say it. And I think it's it's fun funny that we uh, that we are scratching on the icons already because you know EA have done a thing. Mm, yeah, we should probably talk about that. EA uh, and I guess I'll preface it because I have the least interest probably in icons. Um, just given my coin budget and all that. I know Joey, you've said like you don't really care too too much about this, but. Um, yeah, so if you didn't see, uh, they, the, they just decided to release the rest of the, well, what they said was the rest of the icons, SBCs, um, all the prime moments, except for the fact that they decided just, after giving us prime moments, they decided to take them away. So it's, you can help me out with this list, it's Hullet, Vieira, R9, R10, Pele, uh, no, yeah, Pele, and then who's, is it Eusebio? <coughs> all don't have prime moments, but they have prime icon SBCs. I think those are the six. It's six. I think it was those six. Because Maradona yeah, has the prime six. moments. And they just said because it would be too expensive. It's it's That doesn't make any They literally make the price. So they decide if it's too expensive ahead of time. So I don't know about you guys, but like, I'm I, I never going to do one. I was never going to do one no matter what. And it still pissed me off just by a lot. I just because I... How many times have they lied to us this year? They've just done something and they've taken it back. Um, I mean, we got... Yeah, good. We got a we got what fifteen SBCs or something like that, or plus some uh, this week. But they decided to screw them up, and they've they made literally they made perfect SBCs if they release the prime moments. They're the perfect price if they release the prime moments, but they decided to make them just regular prime SBCs, and they were I completely I cut the price. Well. <sighs> I mean, the price is is at the moment is super inflated because if you've seen what happened to the SBC product cards, like eighty fours and above. Everything's just through the roof. Tony Kroos, for example, he went from 70k to 100k just on Friday evening. The 84s are like 6k. Some 85s are extinguished. The 86s and 87s. Everything is just stupidly expensive because people want these icons and and they do it regardless, even if if it's an absolute ripoff at the moment with the price. During team of the season is the period I think when it becomes worth it because all the, the high rated cards and stuff there they're going to drop in price massively and you can use the team of the season cards even that are going to be fairly cheap some of them at least to complete this you're going to hopefully get team of the season red picks that you can utilize in the SBC so that's going to help Cut yeah that would be ideal off the price but at the moment it's, it's really expensive just because of the market situation the the pricing per se I'm, I'm going to be curious what it comes down to, what it settles at, if the price is normal. The, the, the way it is right now is, it's tough. It's man. more expensive that than going to buy it for, for like half of them. 
when it came out, you could buy Vieira for, what, 500,000 coins cheaper than his SBC cost? I mean, you get the packs back, cool, but he's also untradeable. So it's like... That's how inflated it is, and that is... I was so annoyed just with the things EA said. That that annoyed me more than the actual fact that we didn't get the moments SBCs. I was looking forward to potentially being able to play with with moments, Vieira, Hullet, and Eusebio, for example. But looking at what they've what they've done now, I don't think I could have afforded them. At least not all of them. But what pisses me off the most, honestly, is is just their reasoning behind it. They they just make things up. That is not proper reasoning what they're giving us. Because um actually let me get the tweet up because I don't want to They bl- they blamed us, I know that. But yeah, you can get the tweet up and yeah, why actually, get the... I wanna yeah, I have, I have something to say about that, actually, regarding that tweet. So, do you think that is the real reason? And if so, I have, I have a follow-up comment based on your answer. But do you think that's the real reason? Do you think that the price was too expensive and that's why they didn't release it? No, well, why do you no, really because they decide they the price. Because, Joey, right, do you mean so they what... didn't release it because they're too broken? In, well, based on Nepenthes' video, do you? Yeah, exactly. Do you guys feel like they thought that those players are just too good? Like, why do you think really think they didn't release those players if it wasn't the price? If it wasn't the price, it's probably that they're too broken. Yeah, but why? It has to be because I mean, look at look at Team of the Year Mbappe, Team of the Year Neymar, and Team of the Year Ronaldo. Those cards are yeah, but it's different, man. I'm telling you, it's different than. Um, is it Plus, there's no SBC. There's no SBC for for Team of the Year in Mbappe. There like, was no price. SBC. Yeah, but I mean, look at the price these SBCs are now. Most people aren't even going to complete the prime here's, icon regular here's, versions. Here's my gripe with them saying based on the community feedback, and if this is a real reasoning, and I don't want to be that guy, but the two people that were brought in to connect the community with the higher ups of EA. The ones that make decisions were Corey and Zaro. So if that tweet is true and they said that based on community feedback, that's why they decided to change their mind on prime icon moment cards, especially the top dogs, really. Then I've got a big problem with whatever information Corey and Zaro went up and told those guys, if that's the case, because clearly... No one said that it's going to be too expensive. What everyone really wanted, they even saved up. They, they skipped doing a bunch of icons to be able to do Hullet, Eusebio, Vieira. You know, everyone was saving for these big icons, icon moment, SBCs. So if that is the real reason, that, that just bugs the crap out of me because what else is not conveyed correctly? You know, like that's what I'm really thinking, if that really is the reason. And I, I hate to be again. I hate to be that guy because I don't have anything against Corey and Zaro. But if if the they communicated with the people who made decisions, saying, "Oh, the community says it's too expensive. Let's not release them." That's a big problem. I think it's. I don't want to blame Corey and Zaro in the slightest there, or, or the, the feedback from the community because we are in this bubble of the hardcore players. That is just a small minority of the FIFA community. I don't know what platforms they use to collect their feedback and what the general feedback has been. I haven't seen anyone complain about Prime Icon moments being a thing. They, they've just complained about, man, these cards are impossible to pack. They are crazy expensive on the market. I can't afford that. And kind of went on to to demand or ask for 
the SBC of that icon because that way they could work towards a moment split and a moment's Viero. That would have been possible. Then I don't know where they get from that. Oh, um, actually, let, let me get that tweet up, man. I've, I've got it right in front of me. If it would load, <laughs> I have two things, um, but I'll say one quickly that it, was it, just on that. Said, the okay, cost yeah. of some prime icon moments are above the threshold that we aim for an icon SBC. The feedback from the community has been that you want to progress towards getting your favorite icons, and therefore we made the decision to release them as prime SBCs. What they're saying there is just people asking for SBCs, we, which is what we did, because we want to be able to, to work towards these cards. We, we want to be able to grind towards completing the icon SBC. I don't know where they're taking from that of they think it's too expensive, let's give them just the regular primes. Because that, they made this up, man. We didn't ask for this. We, we didn't ask for prime icon moments to be removed. We just asked for it for something to, like, some way to be able to grind towards them with untrainable in a club through SBCs. And they just go, this is too expensive. Who even decides what is too expensive and what not? Why, why does an SBC... Why does the price of an SBC have to be based on what is priced on market? That doesn't make sense. I mean, I get it for the, in, in inverted commas, affordable SBCs, like Player of the Months, for example. They're usually quite expensive, and you can't give those cards out for free because everyone's going to do them. It's going to screw up the market. It's going to screw up the game. Fair enough. But if an icon is, is extinct on the market at 15 million coins, that doesn't mean the SBC has to be over 10 million coins as well. That's just stupid. You could just do the exact same SBC as we have now and give us the Prime Moments card as a reward. What harm would it do? People the expensive. Why does it have to be the same price? Don't understand the logic. And then they blame us for this. How, how are we responsible for EA screwing up their own game, lying to us repeatedly about the the icon because I mean nobody even knew icon moments were going to be a thing anyway they they just shoved them upon us say D have this do whatever you want with it and now actually no you can't have this take the regular prime because you asked for it it ah oh, triggers me so bad man it doesn't make any sense they're just making things up and go along with it man I don't know what I don't know what you guys think about this, but this is this is the biggest the biggest uh, how do you say the biggest triggering point essentially. What angers me the most about this is just their reasoning behind it, because it yeah, does I... not make any sense. It, they they just make things, things up. About that. Um, one thing you had said there is that it's actually an argument I I tend to try to make because people forget about is that you say like we're in a bubble of like our Twitter, Reddit, and stuff like that of competitive players or like hardcore gamers that that argument is something i try to make a lot when i think about like packs and all that stuff uh and like we don't realize how much they're selling in packs um because we don't we only see what people say and they're not buying as many packs the hardcore gamers but there are people still buying them out there but i think for this sake that argument doesn't really work because the one thing about us being in this bubble we are the feedback though just because we're the small min minority at twitter exactly. reddit the EA forums, like that's a small minority of players. It's the vocal minority of players, though, or majority, I should say. It's the, the like less players, but a louder voice, and that's they're saying it's the voice is why they did this, not because of statistics or data. 
they're saying because we asked for it, which which is directly saying people on Twitter, people on Reddit, all this. So I, I don't think that argument fully works here. So I think, like, Felix, you were kind of dismissing it as well, but you had brought it up at least. Um, it's something I try to bring up always because people forget, like, just because there's 100,000 people on Twitter saying it, really there's millions of people playing the game. So uh, that's that's one thing there. And then the second one, now I've, I already forget about it, but I think it was just to do with pricing and stuff like that. They make up – the way they say the price would have been too expensive, they literally got the price perfect. <laughs> but they just put the just wrong – they put the wrong card in the pack. <laughs> Couldn't they be like – I mean, here's – if if I were them or if I were in their position, I'd be like, look, guys, after doing some analysis on the market right now, if we were to release the Prime Moment Icon SBC without also the Prime SBC, it would be too expensive for the majority of the people to, to complete it. So we're going to release both. That seems to be a better solution than just saying no Icon Moment SBC, only the Prime. Like if if the price was an issue, why not release both? Is my major question. I, think that I, I generally work. think that would be a good idea, but then you can't release all of the icons they've released at the same time because the market would literally have just yeah. But they, that's their fault for what taking too long, though. Yeah, I mean they they could have done the one batch and then released the sick ones, or just just halve it or something, or I don't know, just not at the same time. That was horrendous anyway. They they took too long in general. <sighs> yeah, it's just so... tough, man. There, there's so many icons. This so many, and the the moment stuff as well. But you, what they've done, you you just can't you just can't do that, man. That's just horrendous. That's lying to the community. That is blaming the community for your for your own mistakes, and I don't think that's okay. I think they, for, I, for I remember the second year... thing I had to say. It was a uh, oh, conspiracy yeah, theory on why they released the prime instead of the moments. Obviously, we said this in the podcast, and it's all over Twitter. Look at the icons leading up to this week. They were Blanc, uh, I think, well, Bird Camp even, but like they were the icons that oh, were Lini. top level, but not the big boys. They were, yeah. like, we said it, they're trying, you could see just based on the icon release, they were trying to drain coins, untradeables, everything. They were even doing SBCs with the UCL cards, trading those in, because people have some high rated UCL cards from old SBCs. They had the FUT champs rewards, people were trading those in getting rid of all their SBC fodder that they've had in their club. They want to drain all of it. And they probably saw... I mean, they get statistics of how many SBCs are complete. I th I'm assuming. A top-tier company like that's going to have those kind of statistics. They're going to see how many times people did Blanc, how many times people did Bird Camp, Maldini, the Fut Champ Rewards upgrades, and how many times people were draining their packs. They probably saw, they're like, okay, we got to release this whole Vieira now because um, it's, just, it's just time. We now need to fix this because we have not drained the coins we wanted to. And if we make prime, because I think that they probably kept the SBC the same for Ronaldo, uh, Hullet, Vieira. They probably just decided that was going to be the price of the SBC, but they thought people were going to have no coins left. So I don't, I don't, I, I think they just decided to switch it to the pro, uh, the regular prime to the prime moments last second. I think they did it so that people would spend money on packs for team of the season or have enough for their club to do like the objectives and SBCs during team of the season. Just to clarify. Yeah. I, I just, I think they were trying to drain coins, didn't drain the coins they wanted to. And now they've kind of fucked it up. Like they, so they had to just put out um, a different thing. So you're, you're saying, just to clarify again. So you're saying, you're saying that they want to drain coins so that 
more people open packs during team of the season? Yeah, well, a mix of both. I say it's they want to do that for the team of the season, but they also wanted people to not be able to have to open packs to get these holets and Vieras and all that stuff. Because they right now people are saved up enough that they can probably complete them from what's in their club. I, actually, funnily, uh, I think it's funny that you say this because I I completed um, Patrick Vieira, and I know that is hyper hypocritical after the rant I just went on slating EA and everything. I know it's hypocritical that I complete it, but I literally bought three players to complete the entire SBC set. That's how many untradeables I had in the club. I literally did it with all untradeables for the. 86 to 89 rated teams. I did it with an untradeable icon. I did it with untradeable informs. That's actually impressive that you're able I, to. Do I used that. I used tradable bronzes and silvers and some tradable golds up to 83 and 84 rated. To be fair, but everything Man, else. What am I doing was, wrong was then? Untradeable. Like I've been pretty much finishing on par with you in weekend league. I've been playing division rivals and getting either rank two or rank one in division one. Um. I mean, I've done, like, maybe a few more SBCs than you, but I don't have as many untradables as you. I don't I, I mean, don't understand what I doesn't give wrong. you untradables, does it? Well, no, it doesn't, other than the red picks. Uh, yeah, well, yeah the I red, don't know. I, the also, red people you. I, hope this is... I used a load of reds. I used... Yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. How, oh, have you, have... how have you been able to complete both Hullet and Vieira only buying a few cards? Um, do you want me to send you the the squads I used, actually? No, no, no. I'm, I'm curious to see how how much uh, how you were able to save that many untradeables. I've actually, that's actually... <laughs> no, I, just, I just don't do SPCs that I know I, I'll... I mean, I don't use. need... I've done I've done Vidal, who I, who I use on my team, and that wasn't crazy. I did it with, with a few untradeables, and it was only, I think, 250k anyways. So it wasn't like it was super, super expensive. I did Ebra, which I'm sure you probably did Ebra, right? Yes, I did. So yeah, I did Ebra. Well, that was that was a cheap. That was what a 50k, 75k SBC, also cheap. Um, I did Flashback Tevez as well, also cheap. What else have I done? I did the 89 Falcao, who I used to submit for uh, Maldini. Oh, I did Maldini. That's See, what I, I forgot. Yeah, that's what I did. I that's, did Maldini. That's that, that's what yeah, that's what it is. I completely forgot. So <laughs> I needed an elite defender on my team and I was eyeing Maldini for a long, long time. It was either gonna be him or Canavado, but I was like, ah, I want, I've never played with Maldini, so I, I went ahead and got him and I forgot that drained everything I had. Damn. Forgot I had him. That's what it is. I mean you're you're Italian, so I, I guess. Yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I would I I'll take Maldini over Hullet. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to get Maldini at all this year because uh, Team of the Year Ramos is definitely staying. And I think I want Team of the Year Varane. And I hope Team of the Season Cancelo are, oh, please, yes. That'd be sick. But yeah, the the, the thing is, I, ju I just did Vieira because of all the untradeables. If I had to buy the things, there is no way in hell I'm even attempting at completing it before team of the season because you're gonna you're gonna waste so many coins if you buy things now at least loads of things i had to buy two or three things all right but that's not a lot that would save me like 10 20k towards team of the season i could make that in one day with bronze pack method but if you do it now buy all the things you're gonna lose hundreds of thousands of coins so okay so yeah no. i did the objectives just because i wasn't playing weekend league so i needed something to do um 
And I was looking at one of the players specifically, one of them that you probably would expect. It was the Collins guy, the Irish guy, so the squad battles objective. I believe yeah. his was the scoring with Irish players for the squad battle. I was looking at his card stats, and the only reason I want to bring up these objectives is literally this guy. So he's only got the three-star weak foot, two-star skill moves, which obviously sucks as a striker. But he's six foot two, 89 sprint speed, 90 finishing, 89 shot power, 95 agility, 96 strength, 93 stamina, and 97 jumping, 87 composure. It looks so, like a sensational card. I just for brought up his stats. That's insane. Like, he, he this is good. what we want from EA, is give us yeah, cards huh? like these. That I, Obviously, his weak foot skill move, you can't do anything about. That's on his base card. I mean, I guess they could change it, but I'm okay with them not changing that. Just keep it whatever. Honestly, just just put a sniper chem style on this dude, and he becomes a sensational target man striker. And still, he's got sprint speed. <laughs> 95 yeah. agility. Yeah. What? He has, I mean, the... the Weak foot and skill moves sucks a little bit. That is... Yeah, you basically ah, score right footed every time. <laughs> Bruh. The rest of the card is sensational. He's, they gave him more agility than Roberto Baggio. The prime <laughs> icon moments, Baggio. This is a joke. <laughs> what? <laughs> How is this even possible? Oh my god, man. What am I seeing? I mean, in, in comparison, there is probably... Uh, there is probably opportunities to get upset at this because th there is other players deserving of stats equal or better than this but i like uh, it man i like that they gave us a really good card that okay. is really easy to Here's... achieve and impossible to link the, uh, the pookie card is cool. similar as well if you look at him as yeah, well yeah, i don't yeah, know if you've I seen him 88 94 i want to know why this is the case why have they given tall players low balance can i can i just understand what the reasoning is Maybe because it would just break the game if they had high balance and high agility. I don't know. I would say it's. I Maybe mean, it's based on good. real life a little bit. Like, okay, but I mean, a little bit. Obviously, there's players that. Obviously, there's players like even Zlatan. Like, I mean, uh, trying to knock over Zlatan is probably pretty hard. Um, but it is the whole theory that I mean, the taller you are, the harder you fall, right? Like, it's they like they they uh, usually that, have but... less because their center of gravity's less, but. I mean, there, it shouldn't be just like it's almost like the way EA does pace when you turn thirty years old. Like every yeah, every every year yeah. after thirty, it well, starts going down faster. It, it doesn't matter how fast you are. Like Robin is still fast, but every year after thirty, he loses speed. Like I get it's kind that. of just their way. It's just no, that's I'm, just like their thing though. Like, and if you are tall, then you start off with a lower balance, even if you have good balance IRL. Yeah, but I feel like, man, I guess it's true. Like, how do you balance it out? Because if you if you think about it, Harry Kane should not have seventy one balance and seventy one agility. Like he can definitely, like in real life, you know, dribble with the ball. I'm not talking about. I'm not saying he's Ronaldo, but I mean he can move. Yeah. He can turn. You know, he can create space here and there. Um, I don't know. It just makes I mean, those players he, unusable. He, he can, he can. But if you compare him to someone like Insigne, who's just tiny, and he he could dribble people on a stamp i think there is a difference and that is probably reflected in these stats i think i, I don't know if it, it has some correlation with real life but i think it might be just because imagine a player of cristiano ronaldo's stature who is really tall really strong really fast fantastic finishing if he had the the 90s in balance and agility as well he would just be too good i think and they probably don't want a card that is essentially unstoppable that is i, I imagine at least i don't know I feel like they need to rework stuff, man. That, eh, it bugs me. I, I understand what you guys are saying. 
Yeah. And the reason why I bring it up is because again, I'm going back to Hullet being as good as he is. Like he's got his um his prime icon moments, I think is what I don't know what the uh let me look up his agility and he's balance. Just the right. most well rounded card in the entire game, isn't he? Yeah, it's eighty agility, eighty six balance. He's six foot three, five star weak foot. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 a it's a joke of a card. Like, it's it's crazy. Ninety jumping, any 90 position on the pitch except for goalkeeper. You know what? I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Kudos to EA for not releasing this freaking broken card so that everyone <laughs> could use it on weekend league. I don't ever want to see this demonic card in weekend league anyway. So I'm glad they didn't release it. <laughs> I wanted that card, bro. You can't do me like this. <laughs> Uh, but the last card I was looking at was uh, that Matt, Max Aaron. Sorry for the finish up the weak objectives. I mean, obviously he's short and with bad jumping, so like the the meta with the back post crossing sucks for him. But he's got ninety two sprint speed, ninety two short pass, ninety nine agility and ninety nine balance, eighty four dribbling, uh, ninety stand tackle, eighty four slide tackle, and eighty six stamina. So like literally, what is that? A, Very solid. A, yeah, like uh, I mean for an English right back too, so it's not like hard to link. Like with the other guys, yeah, they're Irish and they're uh, Finnish from is that finland yeah from the bad leagues anyways but he's from the championship yeah. so this i don't think there's really other championship cards you could use but english it's not hard to fit in with like one Strongly icon center ferdinand. yeah real ferdinand strongly that's that's your right back taken care of but even then like yeah i guess one english like midfielder i don't think i'd use him though even even though he is got a decent card i don't think i would use him at this he definitely fit in a fun team though he's he's not yeah, yeah. Meta, but he's not terrible. Yeah, like, no, that, that's what I'm saying. Is these cards they've made him usable though? Like they could yes, have easily yeah. just given him a, a like a good upgrade, and it still wouldn't have been usable. They at least made him usable, and it's super easy to get. Well, the the league two, like the fourth English division player, he's a bit bad. Well, being honest, yeah, right? Yeah, good sure. physicals, good physicals, decent positioning, shot power, and pace. But the rest is just a bit subpar. But you know, it's free. It's nice. It's fun to play for. I like that. I like just playing for the cards and knowing what I'm going to get. Yeah, I made profit on my team, actually. I just built I built a full silver English team. And I made profit go. on it. You sold them all off? Yeah. Oh, nice. And they are, uh, uh, like, I made I made 5k in one player. I bought, oh. I was uh, two, 2 on Zebe. I bought it for, like, 1.3. And I, uh, this was, like, after the SBC came out. It was just late night. My time. Bought it for like 1.3. It's over like 6. So I guess it wasn't 5k, but it's wow, like around crazy. there. GG's. Trading with Armstrong. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. Acc accidentally making coins. I was just hoping to break even. I, I did lose coins on a few players, like the non-super like super meta ones. But like all the super meta ones I made profit on, like uh, Tammy Abraham and stuff like that. But that was it I had for the... the uh, that, I, we have to like in a podcast where we're slating EA every minute. We have to... I, I was trying to find something good this week. Um, yeah. So I figured the and championship really objectives were, were fun. No, no, um, no, we're not. Because I'm, I'm, I'm glad oh, yeah, they didn't oh, release. Yeah, sorry. I'm yeah. glad they didn't release Icon Moments, Hullet, Vieira. I don't want to ever see him in the game. Because why the heck does 93 Baggio have 81 agility? We just talked about height becoming whatever, an 82 balance. He's 5'9". Did they never so watch him play? No, there's I something. Hate, I, hate I don't you know so how much, they bro. do. I, I, I want these cards in the game. <laughs> no, I want to know how they pick these dribbling stats because it's it's not it's messed up, dude. Baggio, oh, yeah. who's one he of the. I mean, if you look at highlights, that's like what he was known for. His dribbling was amazing, and they gave him 81 agility, 82 balance. His icon moments bumped up his balance to 94, 
but they left his agility at 82. So you're telling me Hullet was a better, uh, he's got, had better agility and better balance than Roberto Baggio. Okay. That's why that card does not deserve to be released in this game. It should never have been released in the first place, and they need to fix stats next year. Fix stats FIFA 20. Shit nation, that's why Baggio is bad. <laughs> that's about it. Oh, <laughs> God. No, you okay. didn't. <laughs> well, USA is obviously much more profound in the soccer world. Soccer, by the way. <laughs> well, speaking of nations... Yeah, on to the uh, E Nations um, esport. Well, I won't talk about it much, but France won, so they're just freaking good at everything when it comes to football. They win the World Cup now. They they won the um, E Nations uh, Cup now for FIFA, so <laughs> they uh, they played well. But I was watching a lot of the U.S. play. There is one thing I want to say about the broadcast, though. I did not enjoy it whatsoever, and I'll tell you guys why. So a lot of the times we would be watching the live game and it would be, you know, you'd be seeing just them trying to score or whatever. And it would cut away multiple times to other goals in other games in mid game. So they just kept cutting away like goal after goal after goal. I was never able to watch a game from full, uh, from start to finish. It was always cutting away. It was one thing that really, really bugged me. So in one game, like against um, U.S. versus Mexico, I think it cut away like four or five times when it was Dulce and Guastella versus the two Mexican players. And it just kept cutting away. And it was kind of like, man, this is choppy. It wasn't a smooth broadcast. Also, the viewer viewing numbers was very, very low. I think it was 9,000 viewers only. It was really low, yeah. It, it was very low. to keep botting. <laughs> Maybe. Budget wasn't there. Yeah, this, yeah, I don't know. The views are very, very low. No Twitch drops, I don't think. This yeah, I think that around. is one of the reasons why it was low. And That's alarming, reason, man. That's alarming. Yeah, the other reason it's low is I think people just aren't all that interested in, in the 2v2, I don't think. Well, there is 1v1. So there was two 1v1 matches and then one. Yeah, I know, I know, yeah. I know I'm a lot of people well. like like the 2v2. Personally, I thought I would, but as I was watching, I was like, you know what? I actually don't like it that much i mean it was okay but i would i don't yeah. prefer it over the 1v1 personally i prefer the one 1v1 as well uh, one thing that would make the 2v2 a little bit better for me is if um if you could see which player is controlling who on the pitch like if they had colored icons next to their next to their oh, next um, to the, face like, cams or something yeah. or if oh, it yeah, said if it said it red, right? on the actual game if it said over the screen who's controlling them that'd be that'd be good no, um, no, Rob. It's uh, like there was one that was dark blue and light blue. It was crazy. I don't oh, know. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, because like usually when you're playing with your friends, like someone's blue, someone's red. Yeah, there's green, um, red, blue, yellow, or whatever. But uh, yeah. So I didn't watch it, so that's why I'm kind of like asking these questions. It was good for me. Um, but uh, as the chat said, Chris, thank you, Simika. Uh, it was broadcast on Fox Sports Two in the United States, at least. Obviously, that's not a worldwide channel. Um, but it, that's the United States channel, so. There's potential viewership numbers, I guess, involved in that. True. Um, people watching on TV, but I would let. I'd be. They're gonna. I think they would have to release it. Uh, um, oh, actually, but, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, do you guys know what's his name? Is it Colin Hayward, that one sportscaster on Fox Sports? What is his name? Not that, I don't know him. Oh, no, I, I Rob would know. I, I saw the tweet, but I I forget who it was. It's Colin. All right, so there's Felix. There's a very very like popular sportscaster here. I don't remember his name. It's Colin something. Um. 
and uh rachel bonetta actually who used to do a bunch of fifa stuff used to be on his on his show here and there but any case i digress he there was one time they showed league of legends he completely crapped on esports on his show like he was absolutely like demolishing every player who who every person who wants to take esports serious and i don't know what kind of backlash he got but it's from their own network this guy's on fox sports and he completely mm -hmm. trashed league of legends he's like i can't believe they would put this on tv it's it's absolute nonsense they're playing video games this and that and it's just like man i can't believe he just trashed his own like pretty much his own network um i don't know if he did the same for let's say fifa but i'd be interested to see if he's going to do the same thing this time around on monday when his show is it pops around probably not because there's the nba playoffs and more important stuff to talk about but i yeah. just wanted to yeah, like i wanted to bring that up season. exactly that's probably going to be more uh relevant to his listeners but i did want to bring that up because i know you guys said it was on uh, fs2 or, or whatever yeah but um but yeah so maybe that's why they did the whole cutting in and out that it was yeah if you see that in the chat he also goals. said i think it, like the, yeah. what he said in the chat was also something yeah i was thinking about like when you watch golf like for example so the masters this weekend as well which again could be i mean that's why i didn't watch the tournament i was uh, the masters is the biggest moment of the year for golf fans so if you are a golf fan you're watching that over fifa but one thing there is that if you're watching like the main coverage uh they obviously have they have the thing this is what ea should do too they have streams of sp every golf like certain golfers the big ones so you can if you want to just watch him you can literally just watch him or like maybe like two other people um and you can watch that stream if you're a diehard. But if you just want to watch the coverage, if you've ever watched golf, they never just stick on one person. They're always cutting to the next shot, so there's no dead time. So I don't know if that's what EA wanted, was trying to go for. Because, again, being on TV and because of, of Fox Sports 2, that's the nature of the channel. It's a sports channel. So you're going to get sports fans, yeah. and that's what sports fans are used to. But then, See, in a way, the argument can be made is that if you're watching like a hockey game, they're not cutting to other hockey games. Right, like you're not you're cutting like to every single or... goal of another. Yeah, so yeah. every single goal that was happening between other nations playing each other, they would cut and show that goal and then cut back. Cut, show that goal, cut back. And it was, yeah, I don't that, know. That, I, that I, I didn't I like it, it yeah. Be, I, it would be acceptable, I think, if they just did a little split screen in the bottom right or something where they showed sure. the goal in the other game. Or even or just a scrolling, like, uh, score, score line. I don't care. That's, yeah, that's that would be good funny. as well. Yeah, so, I mean, that that's what I would have preferred. Also, do you guys know how they... Because obviously one was played on Xbox, one game was played on PS4. How is it determined what's played on 2v2? Like, what if I don't want to... What if I'm, you know, I don't like the That's PS4 controller? I don't know, how, do you, how do you do that? A coin flip would make the most sense because it's at the least... Uh, or it's the most 50-50 chance. But yeah. I, that is interesting. I wonder if they get to pick. Or if, I wonder if like the teams decide and if they both agree, then they just play on that one. Yeah, see, that? that's another and thing. And if they don't like, agree, I, then I don't you 50-50 coin flip it? I don't know. Yeah, and that's probably I don't know if the pros probably really enjoyed the whole the whole outlook of the tournament. I know some I did see on Twitter some of the pros were like, Man, you they really need to do something about the pro points because a lot of the pros didn't get invited to play on their national team. Like Age, who is one of the best Danish FIFA players, was not invited to play on his team. So he missed out on pro points. And while like the way the, other the uh, there. and the way the United States did it. Well, plot the complaints because only EMS players could get it. So you're already right. narrowing down your player pool. But I, right. honestly, I didn't think that there there shouldn't be pro points for this tournament. I think I if think they made this tournament be. completely fun, like if this the idea of a two v two is a fun tournament to watch, I think that would have been the way. That's the way they should have approached it. Was just like a fun, like not like yes, competitive, but not like 
crazy like pro points on the line or like this trophy like means a lot because the like again the pro points the whole thing about the world cup is that it's like nations going against each other they should have really just pinned it like as that and made, maybe made it a little bit more fun and pr- no pro points on the line but i guess then do the pros go if there's no points on the line i, I, I think so there just is a way represent. there is a way to make pro points come into this i think i thought of um what they could do is run qualifiers so everyone can sign up for a qualifier for their country that is done like the LQE and Foot Champs Cup qualifiers that they do online at home. And the two winners on each console, they get the spot for their country. So they're now a team of two. And then, well, that, that would have to be a whole a whole live event. I didn't think this through. Yeah, but they but could Felix... run qualifiers like for the actual World Cup and have the teams play each other. And then whoever is best in their group goes to the thing. But you'd have to put them in the same location and run these qualifiers because there is no way you could play 2v2 if you're at home. I don't think it'd work just because it's nation-based. So how yeah. are you going to run a qualifier I mean, for England and a qualifier for Italy, France, Spain? It it's wouldn't complicated, work. Yeah, I didn't think this through properly. I think it would work, but they'd have to know which nations are... Com- uh, the nations would have to all be able to compete like because that would solve your second stage. But I think... Yeah, I, I would say your idea was good there. The only thing is that they shouldn't have had pro points for this one. Yeah, because, because they, because they didn't do that. And, and because it wasn't, it wasn't like a random selection. Like I think like some nations didn't even... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but did like Dasari have to like qualify to be Saudi Arabia uh, representative, or did selected. they just give it to him? But yeah, if they just selected, I have like, no idea. Now, how, how like obviously it's Dasari, so it doesn't matter. I just used him because uh, I I was pretty right. sure he didn't qualify for anything. Um, but like, how unfair is that if there's like another Saudi Arabian pro who like needs the pro points to get to the last sixty-four or whatever is needed to get to the last? Absolutely, event, yeah. And he didn't and get that's a chance, why I... or she didn't. Get, yep. I guess she because I don't think there's any girl pros right now. Yeah, but, I think um, in the current system. Um, giving out pro points for this is is just not good. But yeah, they could do yeah. an online qualifier, almost like what they do now. But and then like you have to say what nation you're competing for, or like you have residency in or whatever, because that's how it's based off of, I would assume. And then with that, that's how they decide who competes. And then like just do the online qualifiers, and then yeah, you get a pro from Xbox, you get a pro from PS4, and hopefully they get to know each other quickly because they're gonna be playing two v two. Probably. I mean, that, I that's think that's how they should go, but I don't know. I think. For FIFA 20, we're going to see a major, major overhaul of everything, of tournaments, of content. I know Trueboy said that this year the content team was completely replaced, so expect to have mistakes. And he said they're going to continue making mistakes. And just like we saw with the moments, not to bring it up again, but we saw it there. And same with, you know, same with esports. They're, they're learning, they're making mistakes, and they're just going to hopefully fix them by next year. So I think that's what's really going to happen is they're just going to improve and hopefully, you know, clean up their, I don't want to say mess, but mistakes so that they can avoid pros kind of like, like, Hey, what the heck, man? I I missed out on pro points. What if you get knocked out, you know, of the top 64 because you didn't get to go to this tournament and you didn't qualify for one more, uh, foot champions cup or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Because the tournament wasn't based on you. Like it wasn't based on your performances. If it was based on your performances and you missed 64 because you didn't qualify, then that's your fault for just like, it was based on your performances. But like, yeah, adding a tournament where it's not everybody's there because they deserve to be there. Well, I guess they probably all deserve to be there in their own right, some way. Well, but no, like you know because, what I mean. Like they didn't really. Yeah, yeah no, I do. It. I do yeah, know what yeah, you mean. Yeah. But like, like I said, Age is is one of the best Danish players to come out for FIFA. Like he's he's probably top what two I would say, um, in the FIFA FIFA scene for Denmark, and he wasn't even invited. So imagine he can't he gets knocked out because well 
I mean, I guess it is what it is at this point, but they definitely have to. Yeah, it's too late now, but yeah, I think it's something we've come back to probably every podcast we talk about the pro scene. Uh, Last one, I think, in the last two, really, we've talked about this, but it is, people just, the the esports scene for FIFA is still in in its infancy. Yeah. It is still a new esport in comparison. Look at, I mean, look at the best esports right now is Counter-Strike, League of Legends, really those two. I guess Fortnite's got a good one in terms of popularity, but I don't, a lot of the pros don't love the way they're even set up. From a pro standpoint, but from a viewer standpoint, Fortnite's good, but they seem to get a lot of the viewer stuff correct. Or, but other than Fortnite being the exception, FIFA is so brand new in the esports scene. I mean, it's just, it's hard, like, as long as they show signs of getting better every year, which I think they have. I mean, I, last year it used to be miserable trying to even watch these tournaments. They're so boring. And there's no storylines oh, yeah. or really anything going on. And now there's at least a reason to watch. So I, they are improving. So as long as they keep improving, then I think we are okay. Um, as long as they basically keep improving. And that's what they need to show. And they need to show that they're listening to the pros as well because the pros are the important part of this. Yes, the viewers are important, the money's important, but the pros are what make the eSport what it is. Yeah. I agree with that, yeah. I, I mean, at I least mean, the, the reward money was decent, 40000 for the number for first place, so... Is that split, or 40000 each? I'm sure it's split, yeah. But yeah, it's that's, still, I mean, it's not bad for, like, a quick tournament for, like, what yeah. it was. It wasn't, like, a... Final qualifier or anything like that. Absolutely, yeah. But yeah, so esports in its infancy. So as much as we want to criticize it, we should criticize it. We just gotta hope that they listen to that criticism. And there's there's actually also one more thing I hope they do next year. Uh, and I, this is a little bit off topic, but I would like to see restricted teams. I don't like the full team of the year and and icon teams available for every single one. I think it it just makes for a weird viewing experience for someone like myself at least because even ea sports tweeted out they're like oh certified banger and it was an alternado with team of the year neymar i think this is yeah. i was like dude i, I don't want to see that and i think the majority of the people who even watch these these uh tournaments they don't want to see that either they don't care that someone's able to do an alternado goal from outside of the box they think it's stupid like and then you have the twitter account tweeting out oh certified banger look what they did but then you see other stuff like Messi jumping over team of the year van dyke i don't know i just it just it's just weird i i, I think they need to fine-tune what players are able to use just so you can have a little bit of a more clean i i feel like i, I like that yeah no i think there should be restrictions you know what I mean? yeah. yeah restrictions unlock the counts though like it's not like they're using their own accounts Unlock yeah, unlock the hundred percent unlock accounts, but then restrictions so they get to decide, pick and choose. Like, do you want Blanc, whatever prime moments, Blanc at center back or Maldini at center back, or do you want to use that in the midfield with like Hullet, who you guys said was like the most game changing player? Like, do you, yeah, exactly. is it worth using? Like, if you had to decide between Hullet and Team of the Year Ronaldo, what would you choose? Like, like it would just be interesting because you know everyone would have something different. Your players like Gorilla, like would obviously go probably Team of the Year Ronaldo, but some of your other defensive-minded players, or like even like Dasari, who's like trying to be strategic, would probably p- pick up Hullet or something like that. If you had to choose between the two, obviously it could come down even, to whatever. Even a step further from that, I just feel like some of these 99-rated plus players or whatever, it makes the game cater to breaking mechanics over playing football. Yeah, It, it allows more people to start alternator crossing when you have five five-star killer five stars or four or five five-star skillers as you're attacking front who are just going to alternate across from one wing to another where you know you would have to pick and choose what you can bring onto your team i just feel like that's that's what happens when you start bringing in these 
ridiculous uh, rated icons and team of the year players. It just makes for more of, hey, let me let me see how I can abuse game mechanics over playing football. I think that's what I'm more leaning towards rather than it's going to be more interesting teams, which it would have more interesting teams. But for me, it's more so I, I want to watch a cleaner game, not, hey, let me El Tornado shoot from freaking outside of the box and top bin. <laughs> that that's just a problem with the mechanics they have, I think. I, I mean, yeah. it would be fun to see squad restrictions and stuff. Just mix it up. Sometimes have free squad choice. Sometimes have a bit of a restriction kind of stipulation thing going on. Just, yeah, I, think I, would, I wouldn't mind the grand finals being unrestricted, but then like determines leading up to it being just to show like you show that they have not only the skill level, but they also have the strategy to get to the finals. And the final just let them out. Whatever. It's the best players at that point. So. They're, the the players are really determining it, not the team at that point. So I don't mind that. Like if you like, or just like mix it up, like you said, like the restrictions don't have to be the same every single tournament. They have they can change those up whenever they want. Um, and because it's it does still it, even with restrictions, you create an even playing field. The issue what people had was the restrictions offline tur- or not offline tournaments, but the tournaments when they're sitting at home using their own teams. That's where the unfairness comes in. But having unlocked accounts with restrictions, it's still fair. You all have the same usage of players. I don't know. I, I think it would be fun, and it would it'd be more fun from a viewer. I don't know about you guys, but I'm I get bored of watching everybody have the exact same eleven players. Oh, or that's why probably I love like the it's, what is it, fifteen players maybe? Probably that are used in every less like, than that. I, less even think? less, dude. It's the it's the same. <laughs> it's this. It's Marcelo team of the year. Marcelo at left back. They're gonna move Ramos at right back now, just to counteract the crossing meta or whatever they have. You've got Hullet Vieira. They're automatic. No one else picks the other two midfield midfielders yeah. team the Ronaldo team there Mbappe that's that's a given and then who's really are you really swapping out I don't see team of the year Messi other than getting subbed on um he's not in the starting 11 so it's yeah. it's it's usually the, the, R9. the one the one true battle who you prefer is literally the moments Eusebio versus moments R9 and even then most people use R9 Eusebio you see not so yeah, often. twelve to or twelve to maybe thirteen different players are used in starting elevens. Obviously, you have, yeah. your bench can be whoever, but like you'll see a lot of Neymar's come off the bench or Messi's yeah. come off. And the I'm bench not I'm stuff. not including a goalkeeper in there because it's it's Courtois, Van der Sar, and, and De Gea. That's it. Those are the yeah, three guys. Neuer with the chem. Right. No one. But even then, that's kind of fallen out. No one really uses Neuer anymore. That's true. Um. So yeah, that's really the proceed, and that's probably the podcast there. Um, before yeah. we get off, I gotta say, Joey, you're gonna get seven wins right now in a row. Go twenty-seven and three. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. And then Felix, you're gonna go three and zero. No, uh, get get the twenty-eight wins. That'd be incredible. That'd be the record this year, obviously, because obviously twenty-seven yeah. was the record before. So I'm gonna lose my bet with him. He needs. He needs. To, oh yeah, sure. You guys said the next person to get top one hundred, right? Yeah. Oh, hello. He's- but you got a way better team than me. I need a, I need a handicap in there. I'm sitting here with Dembele and Figo as my striker. Got the Ronaldo. scene's Joey goes 7-0 and 0 Felix. <laughs> Joey goes 7-0 and 0 and Felix goes 1-2. <laughs> the scenes, the scenes. Oh, oh. If that <laughs> happens, I'm, I might just kill myself. There would be, it just, it's going to be Joey and I on the podcast from now on. Plus, he's a, home on it. he's a home only. <laughs> he's, he dodges everybody that's decent. Oh, shots are getting fired now. He's just trying to bullshit a way out of this because he sucks. No, no, no. I had had to play people. I have to play pro players. I have to play, you know, elite two, elite one players. This guy's playing gold three, gold two, trying to get top 100. That's not fair. That's actually a lie. Felix played 25 games against me. I refuse to take this disrespect. Put some respect on my name. That is outrageous. Well, I I I demand an apology. 
Well, no, you'll get the apology when you go 27 and 3 t- this week, or 28 and 2. That's when you get your apology. Stop. So go, so go do continue it. Until next Cut. week. <laughs> okay, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, <laughs> subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on YouTube. The videos are up there if you want to watch them there. Uh, like the podcast, leave the review. I actually have a few reviews um, this week. Uh, so hopefully, whoever put the Joey review, you like Joey's voice this week. Um, I don't know if that was his mom or something, but. <laughs> It's probably his wife commented on it. No, but... no, my wife doesn't know I do podcasts. <laughs> it's a secret. That, yeah, sure. That, that was Your her. wife doesn't know what sort of communication is that in a marriage. She's, at, <laughs> she's at work. She works on Saturdays and Sundays. She doesn't need to know what I do, Felix. When you get married, you'll understand. Just wait. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Joey's wife commented, so thank I'm you for the review. Uh, we appreciate you guys for listening, and we will see you next week. See, see ya. ya.